Hello, Dr. Tori Robeson here, chiropractic practice success consultant, where I teach you how to go farther than you ever thought you could. You're listening to the Cairo Success Podcast. I'm optimistic, positive, and excited about chiropractic, reaching people with my practice and building an exceptional life of productivity, prosperity, and generosity while filled with love, fitness, and fun. My purpose is to become a smarter, more powerful, capable, driven, and superior version of myself by ever increasing my awareness, knowledge, understanding, motivation, hands-on skill, communication skill, and mastering the art of exceptional living. Every single podcast does four things. causes you to naturally attract more keyword more, new and high-value cases, makes you more capable and motivating and persuading people, empowers you to make smarter long-term decisions in practice and in life, energizes you physically, mentally, and financially. There's so many topics that are possibilities here. So much that we have. Remember now, we are now approaching a thousand videos in the Winner's Edge Success Library for our members, the ultimate online Cairo Success School, you might say. Just imagine that means each of those could be more than one podcast. So I could have over 2,000 podcast episodes just from the videos we have alone. So you see how hard it is for me? A thousand topics. What do I talk about today? The challenge is, do I talk about something I think that you want to hear? Do I talk about something I like talking about? Something that's interesting for me to discuss and express and share. All of those things. Well, we want it to be a combination of the two. Something that you find interesting and useful, yet at the same time is something that I enjoy talking about. Remember now, a lot of what I do is explaining the same stuff over and over and over, just like you are with patients. Same thing. That's the name of the game. Now, as I look here, I see I have around... 200 potential topics. How to deal with patients who are in an HMO, but you want them to come and see you. Should we talk about that? Should we talk about whether or not you should, quote, go all cash? Should we talk about how you build PI in your area? Should we talk about whether or not a small business owner like you should follow Dave Ramsey's money advice? Or does it change for you because you're a small business owner? Should we talk about the secrets to making Medicare easy in your office and an asset in the office? Should we talk about the biblical wisdom as it relates to money? 
Should we talk about the five factors of health as they relate to you as the chiropractor and your longevity? Should we talk about the exact Winner's Edge plan to deal with student loans that we only we have? Should we talk about what to do if you find yourself sitting there with $90,000 in your work checking account? Should we talk about the exact payroll system you should be using, the accounting system, how and when you pay your tax deposits? Should I lay out a model for you of how you could actually collect $200 a visit in a practice? Lay out the model for you of how you could collect $200,000 a month in practice. Lay out our precise model for how you can collect $2 million a year in practice. That's one chiropractor, of course. Should we talk about how much house you can afford based on what you collect? Should we talk about how much money you'll need depending on the age you're at when you exit the profession? Should we talk about the reason why you take x-rays and the reason why you don't take post-x-rays? Should we talk about technical things? The technique of chiropractic, lumbar spine, L1 to L5, all of the vertebrae are important. Should we talk about the most common things that chiropractors have malpractice claims for? How to avoid them? Should we talk about the most common things that cause chiropractic state board complaints? How to avoid them? Should we talk about the modern way of doing a report that has speed and effectiveness that matches What's happening around us in society as society is so different now? Remember, it used to be you did this big exam and you took these x-rays. Then you told them to come back and you had to process the x-rays in a processing room. Okay, and then go through and mark them with a pencil and a ruler and then get your report. Those days are over. Speed is everything today with increased quality. You talk about the most common holdups that are keeping you from making a leap to the next level of productivity in your life, of income in your life. We talk about what you should wear to work for maximum credibility. This is all scientific, male and female. Purpose of the re-exam. Exactly the agenda for a weekly team meeting and why it is the agenda it is. The exact agenda for how to do a huddle before each shift so everybody knows exactly what the plays are so we can have an awesome shift. The agenda for the post-huddle. How we keep track of our bests in the office so we can break them. It's pretty hard to have a record if you don't know what your current records are. Talk about what's happening in the world of insurance and why it's getting really, really, really good for us.
Should we talk about hiring CAs? Should we talk about what to do with underproducing CAs? Should we talk about how to deal with problem CAs? So many examples of that. As we're going to have to assemble a team to do exceptional things, that must be, mean we must be good at hiring and training and having people up front with very simple systems that won't break down under pressure. Should we talk about what is health anyway? What is health? Is health making sure you have full nerve power from the brain to all parts of the body? Is that the real core tenet of health? Is it feeling good? Probably both. Should we talk about what a capital gain is? Should we talk about what a dividend is and how it gets taxed? Should we talk about whether or not it's important to teach CAs how to save money? Because if they learn how to save money, more money will flow to them. That money must come through your practice. So having CAs save money is one of our hundred secret tactics to cause you to collect more. I promise you, nobody ever thought of that. By getting CAs to auto-save money, it proves they can handle money properly. Therefore, money will be drawn into their life in increasing amounts. Well, those increasing amounts must come through your practice so they can get paid more and get bigger bonuses, which means you must collect more. So if you want to collect more, you want to make sure all of your team are handling money properly. It's so high level. Should we talk about all the different weird things patients can say? Like, wow, must be nice to have a new truck like that. You were only with me for a minute. My last chiropractor used to start at my feet and end up all the way at my neck and then do my arms. When is my spine going to be straight? My medical doctor said to not let you touch my kids. I'm just going to exercise for my low back. You know what, I think I'll just get some massages for my back pain. Wow, that sounds expensive. All of the 10 most common questions every chiropractor gets asked that we have the precise wording for so we can use them to build trust with the person and get them to lock in to us and our care even more. Should we talk about why is it that people think that somehow big problems can, can, can uh, respond with quick fixes? Why is that? Why do people think they could neglect something and somehow it'll have a quick fix? What, what is it in, that, that gets people to think that? Why is it that when you touch a mom, the kid immediately says, does that hurt? Where does that programming come from? Why would they think it hurts? Why would they think it hurts? There are so many things to talk about. That's why it's videos, it's audios. 
It's live events, it's direct coaching calls, it's hanging around other more successful people. All of the things that the power group can bring you, a chance to learn from the gurus, you might say, a chance to grow with your peers, and a chance to share with those that need to hear from you. One of the keys to success is you sharing with more people. You can help so many people with just kind words, wisdom, experience. See, you'll never grow that much if you don't help enough other people grow. That's one of the secrets. That's why people outside a group just like never do what people do inside the group because inside the group people are sharing and that sharing brings a return because all positive energy returns to its source and you want that source to be you. So we know here in Winter's Edge Land that we have to help other chiropractors become more successful if we want to become more successful ourselves. It is a law that is always true. We talk about Warren Buffett's key advice as relates to what a chiropractor may or may not want to do with surplus money. Talk about how to get into local companies and be their chiropractor and make a deal with them to get those people over to see you. And then how to repeat that with other companies until you completely dominate your area. Should we talk about how you can sponsor local clubs? the soccer club, the wrestling club, the hockey club, dance club, gymnastics club, and build a massive following because people trust you because you sponsored their organization first. Talk about how to handle things like health fairs and events you might attend. Talk about what you ought to do for taking vacations, how often and when. Keep the mind clear. Talk about the details as it relates to why you would or would never have another chiropractor work in your office, the mathematics behind that, the psychology and the behavioral elements behind that. What matters to you? What is important to you? What is the most important thing happening right now in your practice that you would like to see fixed? what I'm here to do. You can email Winner's Edge. We'll talk about any subject you like. Here to be useful. I'm here to provide value. Something valuable for you specifically. So if I know what your specific problem is, see if I can come up with a specific solution just for you. You just let us know. Just an email away. I'd love to do it. Above and beyond, that's the name of the game. One more, right? That's what we're doing here. All right. Got a few things here for you. Ready? Question time. Basic business quiz. Chiropractor's collecting $500,000 a year and has a 40% overhead. What is the maximum amount this chiropractor's house payment should be, including tax 
and insurance. What is the maximum amount the house payment should be every month for a chiropractor collecting $500,000 a year with a 40% overhead? How would you calculate that? Let me give you a general guide. A chiropractor should be able to make their entire house payment, principal, interest, tax, and insurance on one week's net pay. So if you get paid $2,500 a week after tax, you can afford a $2,500 rent or house payment. One-fourth of your take-home pay for housing. What if we're married? Well, obviously, it's one-fourth of the household take-home pay for housing. Yeah, but that doesn't seem like that much. That's because people are fooled. You've been lied to. Banks have got you to get buried. Read my book, Money Chiropractic and You. It will explain this perfectly. A chiropractor is 64 years old and owes $240,000 on the house. It has a payment of $2,800 a month. Should the chiropractor keep saving money or put the massive majority of extra money towards paying off their house? Pretty obvious one. You would pay off the house. Why? Because when you pay off the house, it frees up $2,800 a month, probably more like $2,500 because only part of it's the principal. How much money do you have to have saved for it to pay you $2,500 a month? It's about $600,000 or $700,000. So the fastest way to get $2,500 a month into this person's life is to pay off the house. A chiropractor takes $10,000 out of the business account. What will they owe for tax on that? You just write yourself a a personal check. Actually, you write a business check to yourself personally for $10,000. What do you owe for tax? You roughly owe $10,000. If I take out 10, I owe 10 in tax. Let me work it the other way. If you got 20,000 bucks, you owe 10,000 in tax to leave you with 10,000. So if I just take 10 out of the out of the business account, that's a draw and that draw I owe tax on. 8 or 10,000 bucks. This is how taxes sneak up on people. People don't realize really how much taxes are, especially the newer chiropractor. If you you listen to me. You want to take home another $1,000 every week after taxes. How much more are you going to have to collect in the month to do it? Hmm? You want to take home another $1,000 every single week. How much more does the clinic have to collect for you to get a $1,000 per week raise? You have to collect at least 16000 more. 
16,000 minus the overhead of 8,000 leaves 8,000 minus the tax of 4,000 leaves you 4,000 or 1,000 bucks a week. So for every 16,000 you collect after the overhead is handled, you can roughly get another 1,000 a week into your paycheck net. A chiropractor buys a house that costs 4200 bucks a month. How much is it really going to cost them per month to own and live in this house when you average it out over time? It's going to cost around 8000 a month. Whatever the payment is, you double it, and that's what the place really costs if you own a house. Yeah, but mine doesn't seem to be that much. Oh, really? Well, after you redo the landscaping and have to redo the driveway and you do an addition and you redo the carpet and you average out all those things you do along with all the phantom payments and nickel and diming along the way and trips to Home Depot, you will see that it costs you 8000 a month to own a 4000 something a month house, typically. The extra costs that are always there but can never be planned or accounted for in owning a house or anything for that matter, what are those called? What do you call all these extra costs that are always there but you somehow quite can't quite identify or even quantify them until after the fact? I'm real proud of my Winner's Edge people. They'll know this one easily. Those are called phantom payments. They're mysteriously invisible kind of from the from the outset but they always end up being there there are all these different costs of owning a house that you that you can't predict but they're always there everything you own okay this requires any maintenance like a car boat has phantom payments the additional costs beyond the ones that are obvious once a debt pays off Let's say you had an x-ray machine payment that was 700 bucks a month. You pay off the x-ray machine. That $700 that's just been freed up is called what? It's called found money. And you better reallocate that into your automatic money flow. Otherwise, your collections will drop by that amount because via the laws of physics, you never want to take pressure off the system. Every problem a chiropractor has with money fits into one of two categories. The issue is either what or what, and we must address both in order to win. The problem is either procedural, it's a procedural or systems problem, or it is a behavior and psychological problem for the doctor. Like overspending, that's a psychological problem. Now, we might try to engage a system to keep that from happening. All the automatic payments done so it only leaves the chiropractor with an extra $1,000 a week, and they know that they don't have any more than that to spend. So sometimes we try to install a procedural system sort of a configuration to maintain the person's behavioral weakness. Sometimes we hire a personal trainer Okay, to handle a behavioral problem because the chiropractor will not naturally work out on their own. So we install a system to make up for a behavioral problem. Very high level. We're very good at it. 
A chiropractor marries another chiropractor while in Cairo school. They open a practice and then decide one should stay home and raise kids. They each have 240000 in student loans. How much will the clinic have to collect just to make the student loan payments over time? Well, you got 500,000 student loans, that's after tax. So before tax, that's a well, that's before interest. So it's a half a million plus the interest on that loan is another half a million. So that's a million dollars you'll have to pay after taxes. 500 for the loans and 500 for the interest on the loans. So you got a million. Well, you got to pay tax on 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 the money first, so that's another million for tax. So that's 2 million. And to end up with 2 million, you got to have 4 million. So you have to collect 4 million dollars. Four million to pay the overhead of two million, to then pay the overhead of a million, to then pay the loan plus the tax. So it's four million dollars that must be collected to pay off these loans. Four million. Do you have any idea how many adjustments that is? How many years does that take? Just for student loans. And we don't have a house and we don't have cars and we haven't paid for any kids. So you have to be smart. What's my point here? My point here, two things. One, there's a variety of things, and I want to talk about what you want to talk about. Send us an email. I'll make a podcast right away specifically for you. And of course, a little fun here with some money questions, because we want to make sure we're very savvy with basic business and basic money skills. sort of a free-flowing podcast today. Think about something that you really want to learn about or something specific for you in your office. Let me know. While at the same time, we must be very smart with our money handling, very aware, very prudent, and always preparing for a big financial future. Tori out! If you're a chiropractor looking to dominate in practice and in life, learn more at winnersedgeconsulting.com. Thank you.